Good day, my friends, and welcome to the Craig Shapiro Tennis Podcast. Today's show is brought to you by Diodora, the brand made famous by Bjorn Borg, currently worn by world number 23, Alejandro Davidovich Fokina, world number 33, Jan Leonard Struff, and world number 63, Martina Trevisan. Use my code APPROVED in all caps at hollabergsports.com to receive 15% off of all performance tennis shoes. He was born and raised in Buenos Aires, Argentina, where he still resides, and in 1981 got to foreign the world, along with Guillermo Vilas and carrying the torch for Argentine tennis from 1976 to 1989. He won 25 tournaments on tour. He posted wins over Connors, McEnroe, and Lendl, to name a few. He is now the preeminent tennis broadcaster for all of South America. Nicknamed Batata, Jose Luis Clerk is today's guest. You played well on that green clay. I love it because it was my favorite course. Better than the, 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 the red one. You like the green clay better than the red I, clay? Okay, much better. Why? Much better because it's a little bit faster, ball is running so fast, and I love it. I still remember the days when I was playing in the 80s in North Conway. Indianapolis, Boston, and Washington. Those four, that four were green clay. Green what clay. about Stowe, Vermont? Did you play that? That wasn't there. No, I played South Orange. Remember South Orange? There was a tournament on New yes. Orange, New yes. Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey. And then that's it. I don't think they have any more tournaments. Before. Gentlemen, you hear world number four in 1981. One of the great Argentine legendary players carried the torch for Argentina for... Decade and a half, 15 years, 20 years? I've been uh, on tour 10 years, 10 years. I quit when I was very young, 27 years old. You stopped? I stopped playing tennis, yes. And then I back to play only the Davis Cup. How many years were you on Davis Cup? Oh, 11 years. I still remember when we lost with, with you guys in Cincinnati against uh, McEnroe, Fleming, Roscoe Tanner. We're going to talk about this. Gentlemen, you hear former world number four... He won 25 tournaments, uh, one of the most prolific Argentine players. He's now the face of South American broadcasters, right? You broadcast for ESPN Deportes? From ESPN Latin America and Deportes for the last 20 years. That's Jose Luis Clerk. That's right. Thank you very much for inviting me, man. My man, listen, this is tremendous that you're here. As you know, we do a five-set format. The first set's the off-the-court report. So you're here broadcasting the U.S. Open yes, for right. Deportes. Latin America and oh, Deportes. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, oh. Everything. Everything. Everybody, everyone in Latin America sees you. For the last 20 years. And that's a good job for you. I love it. You I love, love it. it. Because I, I get involved, you know, in tennis. That's, I'm very, very lucky, you know, to keep going, to see new faces, to see uh, new kids. Now, you look good. You look that you can still hit the ball or what? A you little see, bit, A yes. little bit. A little bit. Just once a week, I hit the ball. Once no, a week. Not so hard. Not so hard like before. My legs a little bit. Man, I remember seeing you play. I felt like you were the greatest player in the world. Like the, the, you had the most beautiful strokes I'd ever Thank seen. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Now, I understand you also have an academy. Is that true? I used to have a tennis academy, but I mean, the last uh, five years, I get involved only in the commentators. That's I'm it. working for ESPN. That's it. It's, and how many weeks a year do you travel for ESPN? Uh, not too many, like five, six weeks a year, you know. Roland Garros here, and sometimes we travel to another tournament, but normally Labor Cup, 
but you typically stay in... Uh, in Argentina. You stay in Buenos Aires? In Buenos Aires, yes. And that's where you broadcast from? Yes, sir. Everything? Yeah, everything. Everything. That's great. Now, when you walk the streets of Buenos Aires, do you have to have heavy <laughs> security? Are you still... No, no, but the people that know me, they call me... You know, my nickname is... Uh... Batata. <laughs> right. What does that mean, Batata? Sweet potato. Why do they call you that? Because when I was young, very, very young, 10, 9, 10 years old, I was a little bit running really, really bad, you know, moving really bad. And they start calling me, you look like a cow, you look like a pig, you look like a, yeah, it's uh, like a sweet potato. Because when you eat so much sweet potato, it's getting heavy, you know, and then they start, the people on the street, they never call me Jose Luis. They don't call you Jose no, Luis. No, they call me Batata. Even the people over here from another country. They call you Batata. Batata. That's everybody. it. And then when you call me Batata, I turn. When you say Jose Luis, no way. Let's move into the second set. This is the portion of our show. We call this the On the Court Report. What's, what's happening in Argentine tennis? Schwartzman's not playing well. Yeah, they don't play well. I think that's it for him. He's so sad, you know. Have you spoken with him? No, not really. I, I, I sent a message to say, come on, let's go. You keep, you're coming back soon, okay? Keep, keep focus. It's training really hard, you know. You'll be back soon. But... Uh, it's tough. Tennis is tough because because when you, we can see in tennis, every year you have a new faces playing better and better and better and getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Look at this guy Alcaraz. Look at Rune. Look at Sinner. So many players. Look at what happened today with Tsitsipas. Uh, Stricker, beat Stricker. Uh, they, they, for, our, for our listeners, we we are just coming out of uh, Stricker beating uh, Stefano Tsitsipas in five sets. Brutal year for Stefanos. So what you're saying, I mean, the game passes these guys by quick, doesn't it? By so quick, but he started really well in the first week of the year. He was, uh, you know, finals in, in Australian Open, I mean, but after that, nothing, nothing happened. I think he lost focus, no? Talking about too much, too much, too much uh, Paula. I, I believe. Oh yeah, you think he's too <laughs> caught up in the in the in his girlfriend? Yes, so so now back to Argentine tennis. Yes, uh, Serundolo. He's great. Serundolo Francisco, I love it so much. He has a stroke, fantastic. He hit the ball so well. He's a strong, good mentality. I mean, to be part of the the best 20, 20 players on the world, you have to be really good. And you know these guys? Yes, yes. You know them? Yes. Nice kid, good kid? Very nice, very nice kid. Everybody and, and, is really nice. And do you nice have coach. involvement in the federation? No no no. No, 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 no. I was involved with bias. With Sebastian Baez. Baez, yes. I was uh, the personal coach when he was 10 years old until 18. We working really together. We put, I put him number one in the world. Look at what happened right now. In the beginning, we, I worked for eight years with him. Sebastian Baez is a 25 seat. Sebastian Baez playing good tennis. Number, number 32 in the world right 32. now. 32, he's great. Yeah, he's great. And he's another small guy. He's small, but he's so fast. He's so quick. I mean, I believe in that, you know. When I started to work with him, I said, okay, he never going to be a really big guy, but he's strong like a bull. He runs so fast. I think that's, that's what we needed. What can you tell me about Podoroska? Is she the only Argentine? Yeah, or? she's the only. We're so sad, you know, that we have only one girl. You know, she's a beautiful girl, nice, nice personality. Maybe she lost her. She lost, she lost first lost, round. Yeah, yeah, she lost in first round. That's too bad. But I mean, what happened in Argentina? The the kids they don't play tennis. The women they don't play tennis. They prefer to play soccer. They play football. And hockey. Field you know, hockey. 
field hockey, yes. Um, they don't play tennis. They don't play tennis. Gabriella you know? Sabatini was an anomaly. She was uh, unique. They she's, don't play she's, tennis. She's the, uh, the only one. The only one. She was uh, amazing. And now, are you friendly with Gabby? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And she seems like she's sort of re-entered tennis in a She's a beautiful person. Beautiful, beautiful person. Beautiful person, but so nice, so nice. Very normal person. What are your sources telling you about the Saudi Arabia initiative? What are you hearing about this? Well, I heard the, this guy, they want to put a lot of money in tennis. They try to do the WTA finals. Are they getting it? Did it's you? almost there. They're going to put like a, a more than $20,000 million, you know? I think that's a lot of money. $20 million. $20 million. $20 million. I think that's, uh, they have the money. And then if we talk in politics, I never like to talk in politics, you know, what happened. But I, I don't think that's... Uh, I mean, if it is good for tennis, if it was good for men and for women, keep going. You don't care about the politics. No, 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 no. But you know they chopped up a reporter. Yes, they, they chopped him up and they put him in bags. I know, I know. That's I not mean, great. No, no, it's not great. It's not really nice. But I know some players, they, they believe. Some players, they don't want to go over there. I heard so many times about John McEnroe, what did what they say? A Martina Navratilova, don't go. That, that's not necessary to go to this place. It is true. It is true. But I know what happened, really, Saudi Arabia. But uh, we see what happened. How are you feeling about the new coaching initiatives? The coaching is legalized. What do you think of the legalized? I love it. I love it. Why? Finally, it's legal. Before, when I was playing, my coach talking to me, you know, with signals, you know. Now it's more interesting, especially for us, for the commentator, you know. You listen what they say. Some people, and also, you know, if they know tennis, that's really, really nice. I think, uh, look at what happened with Coco, Coco Golf, with uh, Brad. I think it's fantastic. I think they help you a lot. I think uh, I like it. I like it. I think it's very interesting. How are you feeling about New York and the U.S. Open right now? Oh, it's fabulous. It's one of my favorite tournaments, man. Why? Because the atmosphere. You don't have this atmosphere in other tournaments. You like the hot action. I like it. I like it so much. Well, I like it a lot of um, the Americans. I love this country. But uh, it's, it's special for me to be here, you know, when ESPN told me like a month ago, uh, Jose, we go to the U.S. Open. I said, come on, let's go. I said, vamos. Vamos. <laughs> now tell me, uh, where do you stay? Where do you stay? Where, in the low, 55, 55 and Madison. 55 and Madison. Yeah, 55 and Madison, right. It's a, yes. it's a good spot? Very good. Alcaraz is there. It okay. was it's Venus there. It was Serena. It was Nadal there. It's nice when you arrive and then you can see this guy and you have a chance to talk, to talk, you know, to Juan Carlos Ferreira to say, hey, hi, how are you? Congratulations. It's amazing what are you doing. Where do you go to dinner? Where do you like to eat? I don't have a chance because I work at night. I, I finish around 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. Let's move into the third set. This is the portion of our show where we talk about your career. Where does your tennis begin? The manager of the tennis club. Your dad managed the club. What was the name of the club? Labiron. It's a French club. Labiron. 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 Labiron, yes. Um, they have a rowing and tennis. And then I started when I was six years old. My father invited me, you know, to go with him every weekend. I follow him. And then I started. And then when I was uh, 14 years old, the, the, the tennis the federation... They started to do something really special for the good tennis player. I mean, 
the good ranking. And I was there, I was number five in the ranking over there in, in junior. Five. Five, not number one. And then Patricio Rodriguez, he was my... Pato Rodriguez. Yes, he was my, my coach. My coach, I miss him a lot. And when he saw me for first day, he said, listen, Batata, I would like to take care of your, your business. I said, listen, I don't have the money, you know, to travel. I had come in for no poor people, but middle class. And then he said, okay, don't worry for the money. And then we started. We started. I started to travel with him. So, so for our listeners, you hear the same names over and over. Uh, we just had uh, Jaime Izaga on the show. Pato Rodriguez, Coach Jaime Izaga. But Pato Rodriguez found you. He took you. He found me, yeah, when I was 14 years old. And that was an important moment in your career? It was something really important because I have no coach. I don't have uh, nothing nothing to do, you know, because I don't have the money to travel. I don't understand anything about, you know, another part of the world. And, and then uh, I started with him. He put me, I started to play some uh, juniors. I was number two in the world. And then when I was... I believe 19, I was number 12 in the world in, in the majors. In the, you turned in pro. The, in the, I, yes. You, so, so hang on a second. So you, you're going around the world. Who, 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 when, when did you know you could be a good player? Pato told me he'd he been working for the ATP before. And he said, okay, Batata, follow me, bring a lot of shirts, because you got to practice with everybody, you know? In tournaments, the ATP. Bring a lot of shirts. Bring a lot of shirts. You got to be the, the practice guy for everybody. Everybody they need to be warm up, you know, for the matches. You have to be ready. And then I started to hit with this guy. I said, Jesus, I can play. Who now? Who did you hit with? I remember I was hitting with, uh, especially with the South America, with Jaime Filiol. Jaime Filiol. Jaime Filiol. Um, I don't know, remember more names, but uh, more with the, the South American people. And I say, Jaime was number 12 or 13 or 14 in the world. I say, I can hit it very easy with this guy, you know. And then Pato say, how do you feel? it? I feel fine. I feel great. I feel, I feel good. I feel nothing happy with the ball when I come into my, to my body, you know. I say, I can hit it very easy. It was a really good experience for me. So when you, so did you play like Junior Wimbledon, Junior French Open? Yes. I lost in the finals in the French Open. I lost in the semifinals in in, in Wimbledon. I did. I never played Australian Open. I think I lost. I lost in the finals in in the the Orange Bowl. Yeah. Do you remember? Of course. I lost. Yeah. Who did you memory. lose to? To Godfrey. You lost to Brian Godfrey. No, no Brian. No Brian. His brother. Really, Larry. Larry Godfrey. Larry, I Brian think Godfrey's was. brother. Yes. Was was Buenos Aires your home base? Yeah, not really. Not In really. that time when I started, I moved to Chile because Pato he was from Chile. Yeah. And he said, "Okay, man, bring all your stuff. You got to travel. You got to live with me." <laughs> That's it. That's it. And a great relationship. My father. For how many years? For eleven years. All my, my so career. you basically turned pro at 15, 16? Uh, 17, 18. 17, yes, 18. 18, yes. Do you love being a pro player? I love it. You it's love my, it? It's my, my dream. Competition is my dream. Competition is my life. I'm always competing. Even if I, when I'm talking to you, I try to compete. You know what I mean? I, when I talk, I come in from my heart. So listen, in 1981... You won 25 matches in a row. 
and that took you to four in the world. Is that true? That's true, yes. Yes, I won four tournaments on the road. What tournaments? Uh, Boston, Washington, Indianapolis. That's uh, Indianapolis was the U.S. clay court. And North Conway, the Volvo, the Volvo tournament. You won all the green clay. All the green clay, yes. In 20, I remember, if I don't forget something, in 20, in 28, I won 29 matches. Because one day, I have to play two matches. I said, I said to, to Pato, I said, listen, I'm dead. I'm tired, you know, I won three, three in the row. I'm tired. Keep trying, trying. Try a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's very smart. And you and you um, you have a very bad record against Vilas. Was well, it because you were young and he yeah, was a yeah. and he was a man? Yes, yes. That's yes. why. That's and why at I'm the end, born. you would beat him. And then in the end, I found a ball, an special ball. He tried to play deep and high to my backhand, and then when I found that shot, they changed completely. He. He, he tried to hit the ball high to the back, the one-handed backhand, and you started ball, you and know, you started over, figuring over, out how to hit it better. Try to hit, you know, over my head. That's difficult. So you started taking deep. it early. And then I took it early, or I just, you know, left the ball getting down and hit it so hard down the line. When I met, when I I tried that shot, they changed. I mean, they changed completely the the competition with him. Your best moment on tour? 81, I believe. Your best moment? Was there a, yes. a tournament? Yes. or? Yes. A... Yeah. yeah, because I won the four tournaments on the road. I won Rome. I was semi-finals in, in, in Paris. In, in Paris, you know, with Mats. And then the next, the last, the next, next year, it was another semi-final. Roland Garros against Ivan Lendl with match point. I still remember. Sometimes you, you still remember some points. Now... Um, you were a Snowert player. Yes. How that? Rossignol, Rossignol. Oh, Ra- no, not, not Snowert? You never no, played with Snowert? No, no, no. You no, were a Rossignol no. player. Rossignol man, yes. You were team Rossignol. Right, right, And, and right. did they pay you a lot of money? They pay me in the beginning, not really. But in the end of my career, yes, good money, yes. And what clothes did you wear? Silvi Tricot, that's Italian clothes. What was it called? Silvi Silvi, yeah, they do it. They do it more ski clothes. Silvi, Silvi. I remember that. You were the Silvi. only one with that. Oh, the only one. How did you get that deal? I have no idea. You have to ask to Pato. I have no Pato idea. Pato did the deals. Yes. He, he was your manager as well. Manager, as your coach. my friend, my dad, my coach, everything. My friend. Could you have done better? What do you mean? Could you have played better? Did, could you have done better? Could you have been three in the world, two in the world, one in the world? Well, when you that, look back on your yeah, career, well, do you think well, you could have done better? Well, I tried. I tried to be the number one in the world, but, it be, you know, uh, over me, it was, it was John McEnroe, Jimmy Connors, Abion Borg. What can, what, what can I do? <laughs> That's tough. That's very tough. That's yeah. very tough. That's the only guy I never beat him. He was uh, beyond board. You never beat board. Never. We played three times. He beat me the three times. He was too tough, especially mentally. Too tough. Too tough. Too, too tough. Strong. Too strong. Who did you give the most trouble to? Who John. did you love to play? John. John. I you... love it to play with John. You like to play John. Yeah, we fight on the court. You know, we screaming on the court. I love it to play against him. He's a great guy. He was uh, really unbelievable. 
died that time. And back then, you guys had a lot of fun. You went to nightclubs. You yes, went to... yes. My partner was Ely Nastase. You remember? <laughs> you can imagine, right? You hung out with Ely. Sometimes, yes, especially in Paris. Yeah, we we work, we play together in doubles. And you guys were big time playboys, huh? No me, not no you, me. not you. <laughs> so, was it injuries that ended your career? No, 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 no. I quit because I was married. I have two kids. You know, travel with the kids. It's not like today. You have everything here. You know, huge, huge uh, player, player lounge. Yeah, everything is changed completely. It wasn't like that. No, no, forget it. <laughs> forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Nothing. Forget nothing. It. nothing. The no. locker room, it was, it was in that place over there. Nothing to see. The seat is, this was much better than before. You know, this chair, it was terrible. Nothing. Nothing. But, but in that time, that's, that's all we have. What was your great memory of the U.S. Open as a player? Do you have a great memory? Of the tournament, I have a bad memory. What's that? Because when I play center court in the in the best time with uh, Stefan Edberg, and Stefan Edberg coming like this, Stefan was on his way to the top. And I play good, and he beat me, and he beat me easy, and I play good tennis, you know. But I I get him when he was really on top on top of the mountain. You lost to Edberg. What round? I think second or third round. Second or third yeah, round. Yeah. You remember playing Edberg though, because he got yes, to one. Yes. And he won the tournament. Yes, sir. Are you proud of your career? I'm very proud because I know I tried to do the best I, I could. But I say, and also I say, you know, to myself, I'm very lucky to be part of the, you know, with uh, Paul, Connors, Villas, McEnroe, Lendl, Noah, uh, Roscoe Tanner, Ivan Lendl, you know, I was part of that team. I was very, very lucky. Part you know, of that era. Very lucky, very lucky. I remember when I was playing, you know, I played, I think, five times here in Madison Square Garden for the... Play the Masters. The Masters. That's a big honor to play the... Play wow. The I never got to forget that. That was great. That was fantastic. Were you friends? Were you friendly with Vitas? I was... I, I started... I started, you know what happened? I played the last match after he passed away. I played in Seattle with the new bean tour. And he told the me, senior I said, tour. the senior tour, I said, Vitas, come on, be ready, come on, come with us. You got to make a good money. I said, Jose, I promise you, I'm going to try. I started to, 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 to practice more and they're going to be part of the tour. Great Vitas. And then I played with him and he said, Jose, Take it easy, take it easy, I'm not ready. Um, after three days, Harry Solomon, we traveled together to Miami, because I used to live in Miami at that time, and uh, he was, I say, Jose, wait a minute, before we, I, we, we carry the luggage, then we make a phone call to my wife. And then he started to be like my shirt, white, you know? I said, Jesus, something oh, wrong happened. Harold, Carol called and found out the news. And he said, you know what happened, Jose? I said, what? Vita passed away. What? No, Jesus. It was, it was tough. It was really tough. Come on. I saw him two days ago. We played together. 
What are you talking about? Yeah, so you away. were in New York in the Hamptons? You were you were at the no, Huggy no, no, Bear? No no, 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 no. He was in Seattle. We played in Seattle. Oh, I see. Then he went to New York. Yes. To, we he went, went to, to the New Hamptons. York, yeah, to the Hamptons to do a summit, a tennis clinic or something like that, right? Well, well God rest his soul. Oh, poor guy. Terrible. Um, do you still uh, do you still uh, socialize with any of these guys? Especially with Ely. You still talk to Ely? I still talk to him. He's in Romania. He has a new boy, new girl. <laughs> Ely's a wild dog, wow. huh? He's a wild dog, man. You're right. <laughs> Let's move into the fourth set. This is the 10 ball scramble. I say it, you say what comes in your mind, okay? Your favorite racket? Uh, Rossignol. You play with the wood Rossignol? The wood Rossignol, yes. That's, that's the, was the only one we have. Only wood. That was it. That was it. You never played a pro tennis with a graphite or metal racket. In the end of my career, yes, I was started. You know, Kenex, Kenex. You played with the Kenex. The Kenex. The I signed the Kenex autograph. Oh, you racket. did. Yes, I did. What size your grip? Four one one. I, I don't know how to say four one four. Four and a quarter. Four and a four quarter. And a quarter. Yes, small quarter. grip. Very small because I came from Western to Western. Western grip. Oh, because you, you. Western grip to backhand. You had big, big grip changes. Yeah, but with a big hand. And Very you use big. a leather grip? Leather grip, yes. Fairway, remember? Fairway grip. Yes. And, and and how'd you string your racket? What do you mean? What kind of string did you use? Oh, BS. BS cut. BS cut. Double out yeah. BS cut. Yeah, number 16. 16 gauge. And what tension? 23, 24 kilos. I don't know how much is in there. It's like uh, 47, 50 pounds 50, 50 or so. Pounds, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. 50 pounds. Were you very particular about your rackets? I always use one. I have eight, but always I use one. You always you always use the same racket? Or you never change the racket? Never change the racket. And then if you something cut the string, I say to my coach, go, run, move. Get the same one. Yes. String, the, string the same racket. Yes. For your greatest moment on tour. I think 81, 82. Was there a match though? Was the greatest tournament, greatest match? Greatest match, I think um, it was with uh, Matt Villander semifinals in Roland, in Roland Garros. You lost that match? I lost that match, yes. But that was your best tennis? Yes. Big entourage or lean and mean? No, I prefer just one coach. What do you think about the players now that have all these big teams? Uh, yeah, but, but I mean, in this, this day they need it. Maybe they need it. Before tennis, it was the same, but we only we have only one person follow us. That's now it. you have a psychology, you have a personal trainer, you have a god, you have a this, you have that. Five people traveling with you for one guy. What do you think about that, though? You think it's if necessary? They, yeah, well, if they need it, that's fine. Your favorite tournament? Roland Garros. Do you save your badges? No. You throw them away? I throw it away. What about your trophies? Where do you keep your no, trophies? No, I don't have anyone. No trophies? No trophy at all. I don't know where is it. You don't know where it is? I have no idea. What happened? I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> What's the wildest thing you ever did with the prize money right out of the office? I bought the house to my parents. You bought that your parents? That's the first prize money I get. Did you ever do anything crazy? Do you ever just like go go to Vegas or? No, no, no. Never, never nothing never, like no, that. Never like that. Never like that. The U.S. Open. 
US Open, it was something really special for me, really big, really, but I mean, what happened in the day I started to play here in the United States, they changed for hills to Flushing Meadows. I say, no, you know? You wanted, you liked it for ourselves. <laughs> it was green clay. Right, they changed it. Well, first it was grass, then it was green clay, green clay. and then they moved they it to the hardcourts. They moved it special for the Americans. Because Villas, Bor, myself, and Yannick, and uh, Matt, we won most of the tournaments and played. You guys were tough to deal with. Yes, yes, yes. Let's move into the fifth and final set. This is King of the Court. You could be the king of tennis and make a change in the sport with one swing of the racket with no aggravation. What would it be? I don't think I change anything in tennis. Nothing. 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 I love the way it is. I like the way they hit the balls. I love it so much. We found one one guy is very so important for tennis. The name is uh, Alcaraz. You love Alcaraz. I love it. You love it. I love it. You love, I love it. it. What about Novak? Novak is amazing guy. He's amazing. We are very still. We are very lucky after Roger Federer quick. Also Rafa. Rafa is in the middle of a quick or come back, or we don't know yet. But uh, to with to have these two guys is really, really amazing. But he, before he was, after Roger and Nadal, both almost quick, especially Rafa, I say, okay, what's going to happen with, uh, with Djokovic? He's going to win all the tournament. And then we saw the new kids... Alcaraz, he's amazing. I like, you know what, the personality. He has unbelievable personality. You see what happened last night, he was singing. Yeah, so he, he saw. He was that. singing on the court. Yeah, you like that. <laughs> I love it. You love it, and yeah, he can play tennis, man. I love it, man. Incredible love, tennis. Incredible tennis. So man. now, with the next two weeks, you're here, you're broadcasting. Yes, sir. You work That's, hard. That's my, this is my life. And what happens when the tournament's over? You go home? I go home and then I, I got to be there for two days and then I go to flew to Guadalajara to do the WTA Thousand. Wow. Yeah. I'm Batata, Jose Luis Clerk, you're like a man around. <laughs> yes. And what's, a, what's a, you have, you have a, you have a special thing you say. You say, que lindo, right? Hey, how do you know that? Come on, man. I'm crazy. Que lindo. That's what you say? <laughs> yes. Do it again. Do it again. Que lindo. Jose Luis Clerk, this has been an honor and a privilege. You are released. Nice interview. Beautiful interview. Thank you very much. You, you gave me all the to remember again. Huge thank you to Jose Luis Clerk and thank you to Diodora. Use my code APPROVED in all caps at hollabirdsports.com for 15% off of all Diodora performance tennis shoes. Megan Fernandez edited the show. Our music is by Brian Senti be back next time with more of the most interesting voices in the sport until then i'm craig shapiro and you are released